Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. I've never been arrested and I, you know, I don't have any good getting laid stories. <laughs> I don't get laid that much. Are you recording? <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, I guess we're just starting off. Well, here's the uh, unprepared podcast. That's what I fucking should have called it. But huh? what about what about that Hang guy? On, let me do the little intro. Can I do the little intro? Jesus. Hey, welcome to Community Services, Craig Kona. This is Kevin Fard. He's my lawyer that won the case of Trader Joe's. Yeah. I'm not your lawyer. <laughs> I have a problem with this. You keep saying you're in like a possessive. If you don't pay me or I don't make any money off of it, I bought I'm you not two your. breakfasts. You bought me one breakfast. What was the other breakfast? Didn't I buy you carnies or swingers or something? I bought you two dinners. You Oh, so you bought my one scoop of ice cream at Swingers? It's something. I'm just saying somebody it's... came up to me and they're all, oh, you're a comedian too? Because I was listening to Craig and I thought you were just a lawyer. Because keep, everybody keeps saying, he's my lawyer. I'm a comedian. That and happens to have pity on my fellow comedians. You're a lawyer. I am a lawyer. But <laughs> I'm not your lawyer. <laughs> So stop uh, saying I'm your lawyer. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't plug you anymore. All right. I take that back. You can say whatever you want as long as you Heavens say my forbid name. Heaven forbid I get you a little business there, Kevin. My lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think one of your one of your listeners... I, I did get a um, uh, couple other guys that have a podcast. They were just with, they were just running my, my name as like an advertisement. Like they didn't even tell me. And I uh, got a call. You know John and Tom? They yeah. have the Chad Goes Deep podcast. Yeah, I love them, yeah. And they were just advertising me without telling me. And it's like, a, they're you know, they're all surfers that listen yeah, to yeah, it and yeah. stuff. So I got a call one day. He's all, hey, man, I got a DUI. <laughs> uh, and I thought I thought they were pranking me, but it was a real it call. Was real? I didn't si- didn't get a sign-up from him, but uh, maybe I'll get one of your guys. Yeah, I know I got some criminal listeners. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, that just... Running from the cops is fun. It's exciting. It's sad when you go to jail, but something about that adrenaline that gets here. Is it okay if I manspread here? I feel like I'm... Is this manspreading? I mean, it is. (laughs) Jesus, some tight jeans. (laughs) Fucking moose knuckle to my right. Jesus, get a little... Get a size bigger, sir. That's the style now. Get a size bigger. Um, So this is my lawyer, Kevin Fard, and I didn't even know he had a problem with that, but it's also funny, dude. It's funny. Well, I'm not the expert on that. So <laughs> Yeah. It's uh anyways, he's a comedian first. Thank you. Then a lawyer who <laughs> happened to uh, represent me pro bono to win my unemployment case from Trader Joe's cuz they denied my uh EDD. That sounds like erectile dysfunction, <laughs> but there's an extra D and it's uh, employment department I don't know. It's it's employment dis something it's fucking a real thing. Yeah, it's not me know. trying to be funny. It's it's the employer d- d- dick dick, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me. me. I, I really have no idea. I just did your What's case, it? but I had no What's idea. What's EDD what stands for? I don't know. Employment hey, development. Siri, what does EDD stand for? Well, fuck you, oh, wait. Then, Siri. Wait, I got it. Hold on. 
No, it's not on there. Anyway, are you sure it's even EDD? Yes, it is EDD. I have the <laughs> app on my phone. This isn't making me sound like a yeah. My like lawyer, lawyer is unprepared. But... Um, hold tight, podcast. Well, let's go back. Why are you so important. upset that I called you? Uh, uh, my lawyer. What's the big deal? I'm not. I was just breaking your balls. I'm What's trying to be interesting deal, here. I, I I don't like a lot of people do that. They go, oh, he's my lawyer. He's my lawyer. They're not. He's my. Let's put him on a show. He's my comedian. It's a, <laughs> just a, I feel like sometimes when I go to the comedy clubs, it turns into just like a legal aid clinic, well, where yeah. people are just asking me, which is fine. <laughs> I'm just complaining about it. But they don't go. And by the way. I got a show coming up. You you want to do a show? No, nope, just 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 help me out legally. Employment development. Did I say development? De- I said I think I said department. That's really oh. funny though. Uh, I was listening and multitasking. That's a first. That's a record first. Is the <laughs> fact that you go to the fucking comedy club and all the comedians are like kind of you know we're just a little bit uh criminals yeah. not all of us but a, a lot of us are in and out of trouble and drinking and drugging and he just gets solicited <laughs> for advice no, all the time it's never serious like yours was probably one of the more serious it's always bullshit oh like how do i get out of jury duty you know i have this nothing that just makes, don't respond huh don't respond i'm you know right? i i'm i'm here you're not to allowed to say i'm here to help no, okay jury I'm, duty I'm just, fuck faces let me tell you what i do <laughs> First of all, if you become a felon, no jury duty. So there's an upside to being a felon. <laughs> Secondly, but you're not a felon. No, I almost was. So why are I you got saying the charges that? drop? I'm oh, you almost okay. Okay. You know, assault on a horse officer is a felony. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Anyways, did you say uh, assault on a horse officer? Yeah. What is that a joke? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> it is a joke, actually. It's one of my favorite joke stories. That's a true thing. Oh, the firecrackers okay, at the now. horses. You know that yeah, bit. Yeah. It's a true. Anyways, uh, so if you're a felon, no more jury duty. But guess what, guys? If you get the letter in the mail, don't call, don't respond, nothing. Burn it, throw it away. <laughs> no, you never got that. You want to hear my take? You never got it. What are they going to do? They can't prove this. There's no notary watching you open your mouth. I didn't get it. Well, you're technically. I didn't get it. You're technically right, be- not because of that, but I don't think they have the resources to go after people that don't do jury duty just but never if respond. you do that you're an asshole and here's why oh mr lawyer you got to do your civil duty <laughs> Ooh. well look all I'm you guys american every, and guess what everybody drinking chinese mineral water right now <laughs> you fucking american <laughs> you want to stream of conscious there i got lead in my blood <laughs> look craig let me tell you how it is Everybody now complains about the criminal justice system and how it's unfair and every everything. Everybody's complaining about how everything's not fair, everything's wrong, but then they, the same people don't want to do jury duty. So when, when we go to trial and we have to select a jury, it's just a bunch of old white women in there deciding all the cases. So if you would have stopped being an asshole, you know the, the number one reason that people tell me uh, they, they can't do it. They're all, what if I have an audition? Like, sure. And you're not going to get the audition. Go there, do jury duty, be in the jury, get those criminals off. Sir, why are you yelling? That's, <laughs> why are you yelling? I'm We're pissed, not in I'm court. Off. All right, you may have an extremely valid point, but what if I get an audition to be in a <laughs> weed commercial for $400? Then you can tell them that. Non-union. 
and get used and abused. The majority of people that get jury duty are are done in a day anyways. They get dismissed. You know, it's pretty interesting to be on a, a, a jury, to, if it's a criminal case. Oh, man. I made a mistake inviting my lawyer on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boring. Hey. <laughs> I'm not laughing over here. I know you're not. Fucking, you're over here with your debriefings and your <laughs> fucking tight nutsack over there, just fucking spread eagle, John. Oh, you think? Uh, thank you. It's what tight. Did I just say? I don't even know. You said I had a tight nutsack, and I'm taking <laughs> I, that as a compliment. I also called you spread eagle jaundice. I don't even know what that means. Jaundice is a, like a disease. I know, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know what it is. I don't know why I strung that sentence together. Are you, are you getting intimidated? Am I making uh, you nervous? Okay, yeah, real intimidated. Not. With that bird. That's what I do. Keep talking. Why do I? You're the host. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just enjoying the moment. It can be lulls in life. All right. So, uh, you know what? I need to change my uh, attitude here. I need to get into Craig. I need to get in. Relax. relax. Take some CBD oil. So, I got this motherfucker uh, uh, some CBD. They they give me a product and I give them a shout out on my podcast. It's quite the uh, quite the business adventure. Can't wait to move out of my studio with no kitchen. Do you mean business venture? What did I say? You said business adventure. <laughs> oh whatever, <laughs> fucking lawyer McGee over here, all technical. <laughs> business venture. Well, if you're gonna plug the company, don't make it sound like they well, destroyed uh, your brain. They. <laughs> <laughs> it was destroyed long before I met them. <laughs> Anyways, ABX and uh, care, CBD Care by Design and Cookies, uh, the weed. They give me weed and CBD oil and the uh, the shit that has little to no THC I take, which uh, I don't know. The um, 18 to 1. The 18 to 1. I don't know what that's doing uh, for my sobriety, but guess what? I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm. I, I hate how immediately i got addicted to the process because they give you a little cbd vape pen i don't get high from it but the fact that it tastes like marijuana makes me like jones for it and i'm like okay i my rule is like i gotta wait till nighttime before bed but i fucking fiend for it immediately upon tasting it and i don't even get high what is what does the cbd do to you compared to like getting high like, what is the feeling? So the CBD for me, it relaxes me and it kind of shuts off my uh, manic thoughts, like my like anxiety, I guess. I guess it just kind of just goes over my brain and just puts a little bit more of a chill mode on my neurotic thoughts, which I love. So thank God for that. But then it doesn't get me high. And then I want to get high. <laughs> and it's like a loophole in the sober system in my head. It's like, oh, you know, and like, I don't even know what you're supposed to take. Two puffs. It's a vape pen, but I'll take like 12. I'm like, maybe I could feel it if I keep hitting it. <laughs> and I don't. And it makes me sad. And I'm just chasing. What was the drug that threw high. you over the edge when you were? I loved cocaine and Oxycontin. Baby. Oxycontin. There you go. Woo! <laughs> that was my shit. Anyways, uh, even if. Uh, CBD uh, may have fucked with my sobriety. It's not cocaine and Oxycontin. So there you go. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. 
And uh, what happened is they give me, these guys, they're really generous, and they give me weed pills, weed, CBD oil, uh, CBD vape pens, CBD pills. And if they have uh, crazy amounts of THC in them, obviously I can't take them because I'm trying to be sober here. And uh, also I might die because they gave me 100 milligrams. Oh, yeah. Weed pills, a hundred milligram. That's I used to take like forty milligram hash oil edibles or whatever concentrates, and that shit would fly me to the moon. Anyways, I gave all my hundred milligrams away to you and a couple to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a couple to my neighbor. I give my neighbor uh, weed for free internet. <laughs> but I, I'm scared. Work that. You got to work your way up to the hundred. Like, have you done a hundred before? No, I don't think I'll ever I, take one. I gave him a hundred milligrams. I, I said take it, and then I'll have you on my podcast, and oh, we'll Jesus. talk about it. This pussy bitch lawyer over here. <laughs> I'm gonna work up to it. Take it yet? You gotta work Yo, up to it. You don't just go hundred. Shut the fuck up. You dive in. You don't That's dive. You do. No, you, you don't dive, dive into, into that. that. Fucking scratch your nuts raw. That's you what don't you do. dive into that. You go into like a, a uh, board, like a prison uh, that you can't get out of. Fucking <laughs> pussy over here. You know, you work your way up slowly. Work your, work your way, way up. up. Yeah. Fucking eat it, sniff it, eat a fucking dive in, motherfucker. Are you talking about weed or pussy? <laughs> eat it and All sniff of it. it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just fucking go big or go home, baby. <laughs> Coming from a sober guy, I'm encouraging people to just overdose. When, did you ever do a hundred when you were? I'm telling you right now, I'm sure I ate well over that. I remember uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine years back, I must have been 22, and her sister like fucking fell off a building and ro- broke her spleen or something. Anyways, she had a history of uh, of addiction to pills and yeah. Oxycontin and whatever, or, and she opted out for weed pills, and this is government-made. They're called Marinol, and it said take one. It was, it was balls of liquid THC when it was illegal. This is like 12 years ago. And uh and it was pure and it, it, they she told me that like only you know s- severe cancer patients get this like it, it was 1% of people being prescribed this. Most people just got heroin. God bless America. And uh so it said take one every 6 hours. So I took 6 because I'm a degenerate dumb fuck dumb dumb. And as many of you know, when you take edibles, you don't think that they're working and you forget that you take them. So I took (laughs) six of something I'm supposed to take one of every six hours that's prescribed to cancer patients and people that break their spleen and spinal cord. And I'm sober, you know, not sober, but I take six and I can't feel it. I start smoking and then like my buddy leaves and I'm just chilling on the couch by myself. And all of a sudden... I'm like, I'm in a horror movie to where my brain is functioning, but I can't move my body. I'll never forget when I realized, because I was smoking too, and I get a text, and it's old school flip phone text with T9. Remember that T9 response? And I can't read the text, I can't see the text, and I can't respond to the text. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? (laughs) And I am so fucked up. That the TV's on, and I'm staring at the wall behind the TV, literally, not a joke, just like stuck into a a horror story to where I can't move my body, but my brain is still active. And I'm just like, just get up, walk to your bed, just walk to your fucking bed, And and I can't even do that. I can't even pick up my leg. 
I can't understand what's on the TV. I can't read my text. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to fucking die off of weed. And, of course, I didn't because weed is uh, God's uh, flower. He shat out. And, uh, and anyways, I was high for about 14 hours. I finally managed to go to bed. I laid there in, uh, in a uh, catatonic anxiety panic attack of just like, I'm so high, I don't think I'll ever recover from this. And of course, I pro- actually, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But that, uh, yeah, I just was stuck. Yeah. That's what the hundred's going to do to us. Yeah, I know. So fucking do it. Look, I Does that sound so bad? (laughs) I did about 30 in Vegas this summer. I was at the pool, and we had a... We we went big. We got a cabana, and I... My friend had this big chewy. And I guess some of them, I don't know why, they don't separate off, like, you know, it should be like 10 milligrams is this much, 10 milligrams is this much. And he had this gummy, and I went, and I... I didn't see the rapper or anything. I asked him, you know, you know, how much did you have? And he's all this much. I'm all, all right, this guy, this guy's a bitch. I'm going <laughs> to, I'll take this much. And I had it and I started just feeling it. And then I'm all, wait a minute, what's going on here? And I went and looked at the rapper and it was a hundred milligram thing. <laughs> and I had at least about 30. I actually gave, um, I gave the same amount to my uh, girlfriend who's never done it before. Cause oh, I, Jesus. I thought we were taking about 10. And, you know, she started, she went into a whole, like, spiral of having a bad trip and of course, thinking about death. Of course. I was just, if you've ever been to Caesar's Palace, have you been to Caesar's Palace? Yeah. And so, very amazing architecture, you know, it has all those, it looks like a Roman building. They have this big statue of horses. And I'm just sitting on the, the chair and... You know, I'm just freaking out over architecture. Like, I'm all, how is this building? It's weird how it does make you appreciate everything. But like, oh, look at the dowel in that wood over there. Some craftsman made that. Like, (laughs) just, you know. So I've been, I've never had really a bad trip. I just went back to early civilization in that trip. But, you know, that's, that's about 30 that I had there. You know, 100, I'm... You know, I need to build up to it. I need to go. You need to just fucking take it and have a existential crisis panic and your heart's in your throat and you think you're going to die and you just it makes you appreciate life you know that that uh that possible uh, death uh scenario <laughs> of never coming back to reality in your permafrost that's the thing about the weed the the, the pills though is like you I used can't to go there you, a lot yeah, you can't get out of it <laughs> you know what we were doing we kept there's this one pool at the caesar's palace that has these waterfalls and like every 20 minutes or just let's go to the waterfall and let the water fall on us and just trying to get out of it. But you could, no, you, you can never get out. Get out. That's, like, that, that's the thing with eating it. It's in your digestive system. It, it, it lasts a long time. You know what I, I just uh, touched base on and it made me think of of uh, the horrible part of the addictive personality of constantly always wanting to go there. And then you get there and you're like, oh, this was a mistake. I'm too fucked up. But yet you uh, keep doing it, and it's 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 an insane cycle, and it's not necessary. And I wish that I could just be appropriate, but here I am, five years sober, and I get one puff of CBD, and I'm like, maybe if I hit it nineteen times, <laughs> it just doesn't go away, and it's it's an annoying uh, bug in my DNA and mo- in most people's DNA. They can't just take one. 
That's back to you being a bitch. Just take the hundred milligrams. I'm just kidding. Don't I do will it. take it eventually. Okay. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Even the uh, the weed guys that make and manufacture, and they're like, dude, this one will kill you. And these are guys that eat, smoke, and work in the weed industry. And uh, that always gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> don't take this, you might die. Yeah. Or be home and don't drive. Yeah, the best one is that is that clip. Uh, I think you can get it see it on YouTube of I guess there's these cops and they I guess confiscated some edibles or brownies or something and then they ate you've heard that one yeah, and then they yeah. eat it and then they call 911 and they're all <laughs> oh, we're, we're dead. I have yeah. seen and heard about that and that's amazing and that's how strong weed is. Uh but the beautiful thing about weed is you don't die and yeah. and it's not uh crack so you're not going to lose your children and whatnot most likely unless it's in fucking texas and they got them strict ass bitch ass laws still and they're not enlightened like california oh Colorado. they're doing a lot of shit here and what they're doing now is in the legal field they're trying to get people on uh weed duis uh, but there's no proof how do they prove that it's well exactly so you know with Alcohol, at least they've tried to get some like studies. I mean, the studies aren't great, but to show like if you're this, if you have this amount of alcohol in your system, that means you are too impaired to drive. But they don't have any of those studies for weed. So they don't know like if you have this much active THC in your system that this means you're too impaired to drive. And then, you know. Some people have higher tolerance than others. And also it stays in your bloodstream yeah. for like 30 days. So you could smoke and then technically have it in your bloodstream well, and be completely sober. And it was from weeks prior. Technically, they're trying to measure that. So there's active THC and then the non-active THC stays in your system. But regardless, what ends up happening in L.A. at least is the officer pulls you over, uh, smells weed in your car. Maybe you just bought some or, you know, you smoked earlier. Uh, or he asks you if you smoked any, and then he just arrests you. And we end up going to court, and then you have to... I have one case right now where I'm going back and forth with the prosecutor, and it, it they're all complete... Most of them are complete bullshit. It's just you you admitted that you smoked weed a couple hours ago, so you, you have a DUI now. So it's... So back to uh, point A. Keep your fucking mouth shut and get a lawyer. Keep it shut. Keep your fucking mouth shut. What do you say? Nothing. You give them your ID. You give them your ID. They say you smoke weed. Never in my life, sir. What's that weed in <laughs> oh, your pocket? I found it. It looked pretty to me. Do you want to tell your listeners what to do if you get pulled over? Say nothing, lawyer. There we go. Say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. But back to driving on marijuana. First of all... Back to eating too much hash oil edibles because that was my shit because uh, it wasn't 100% legal and I don't know, but hash oil edibles were the shit. I'm sure they still make them. Anyways, I ate way too much hash oil edible once again because that's what I fucking do. And I was driving to go have lunch with my mother. You shouldn't do that. I, yeah, Ugh. I'm a man. That's what you do. And then as I was driving from Hollywood to Wilmington, the ghetto, baby, Halfway there, it started to kick in so hard and so severe. I was like, I can't do this. I can't even drive right now. And I pulled over 
called my mom, canceled lunch, and called my buddy, Abby, to pick me up. I was like, hey, you got to come pick me up. I'm too <laughs> fucked up. My point being is that's what weed oil does to you. And uh, that's how awesome it is. Because if I was, let's say I was on alcohol, cocaine, and Oxycontin, I would have kept driving, you know? And just felt good in that. That's probably much more dangerous. But I was so cautious, like, oh, my God, this is a video game, you know? <laughs> yeah. You'd, and, you know, you obviously definitely shouldn't get high and then drive. But, but uh, you know, what's happening is just everybody is getting high two or three hours before and then getting a DUI out of it, which is equally. Weed doesn't last that long. Bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about your. Uh, have you gone into your Trader Joe's case? Not yet. I'm still scared. <laughs> what are you scared of? What? Oh, I thought you meant my pl- uh, ex place of employment. No, yeah. I've never been in the building since I've been fired. Oh no, I meant have you talked in depth about what happened? Have we? Not on the podcast. Okay. Well, and, uh, why are you scared? Why haven't you done that? We could talk because I wanted my lawyer it. to talk about it and what let's I can say and what I can't say. Say nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? You know the moral of the story. Keep your fucking mouth shut, America. You say nothing, you're guilty to nothing. You get a lawyer and you beat it. Don't you watch The Sopranos? So are we not allowed to be negative about Trader Joe's on this podcast? I still love Trader Joe's. They got delicious snacks. What the fuck this is the about? So this is the weird thing about you is that, you know, in my opinion, Trader Joe's did you wrong, but you still love them. <laughs> Yeah, I have uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Is that what it's called? (laughs) I got it right. I can't tell whether it's you're just an insanely positive guy or you're just like a battered battered woman syndrome or Stockholm Syndrome. A little bit of both. Because my opinion, uh, am I coming off it? I feel like I'm coming off really negative here. But my opinion is that they fucked you over. Okay, if they fucked me over, fuck them. But I was told a lot of different things from a lot of different people. And even the judge said, hey, Trader Joe's didn't block this. The state did. Okay, but so you want to hear my rationale? This is why I think they fucked you over. What you were doing in Trader Joe's with all those stupid vid or those great videos. Great videos. Great videos. <laughs> if you worked for me and I saw you doing that, I would have said, hey, cut it out or you're going to get fired. But what they did is you started doing the videos and then they're all, ooh, this is funny. And they let you do it for two years. And then corporate saw the videos two years later. And then they came down and the manager saw the... You Are you getting uncomfortable here? Yeah. The manager... Good. The manager is getting heat from corporate. So he writes this little bullshit thing that says, oh, we know nothing about... Uh, we know nothing about the, you know, uh, we knew nothing about what he was doing. We just saw this and we have to fire him because of that. But what they should have done is given you a warning. You were doing this for two years and they never gave you a warning to cut it out or you're going to get fired. So I'm not saying from what you were doing, they couldn't fire you. But the fact that, and this is why you won your unemployment case is they, they let it go on for a couple of years. They should have just given you a warning. And you worked for them for, a, when, since 2007? 10.75 years. Okay, so you worked <laughs> for them for 10 years. So you were, uh, and, and, you know, we saw your performance reviews, and you had a lot of very, very good performance reviews. I was a good employee. Even I don't look month, like it, but A I was. month before you were fired, I think you got a, 
you know, we could be wrong on this, but I think you got a raise and you got a good performance review. I got a bonus. You got I a got bonus. The, I got the double bubble, as they call it. Uh, so it's the real thing. What should have happened is when corporate came down on him, they should have given you a warning and they should have said, hey, you need to cut this out or you're going to get fired and then fired you. Now, I'm, I'm not saying they couldn't have just done what they did, but then you had to go through all that stuff with the unemployment department and stuff like that. So I just what what I think was done wrong is that they did not after 10 years of service with them, they didn't even have the decency to at least give you which they probably usually do in these situations most big employers they will have a system where they unless you do something so like egregious that they have to get rid of you right away um they usually give you a, a warning you are a lawyer um, <laughs> look at this see i had to go do this for you because he's he wants to go in there and it's be okay. like i love trader joe's but uh, please win my case I, I just understand. I just, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Everything you said does make sense. But, like, my managers were cool as fuck, and they didn't give a fuck. My manager that fired me literally went to my show on a Saturday and then fired me on a Tuesday. Like, he was dope. I know exactly what happened. Corporate saw and go, oh, fuck this kid get him out of there and then to save his own ass yeah he was just like which i don't care the guy fucking is getting married and makes a hundred grand a year i'm not gonna throw oh no him no no the bus we're too. not talking about him i'm just saying what corporate Corpor should have corporate was the uh, whole system should have been corporate was pieces of shit and they should have gave me a warning and should have let me keep my job but it getting fired was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because unfortunately me and my style of life the way i live it that was a weird way to say that sentence but uh i need some i need an arrest i need <laughs> something to blow up in my face i need to get fired in order to take the next leap the next step because something about me is pussyfooting around that i don't want to take that leap yet and God or the universe or Allah or Buddha or <laughs> Muhammad fucking Ali just fucking they just kicked me and it's like well I gotta fly now and it was awesome because now I don't have a day job I only have my career and my passion and my love and my baby unfortunately that it takes getting fired for farting to push <laughs> me to that uh, when I should have just left on my own and just done that. But, uh, you know, like I said a moment ago, I need I need the pillars to crumble and then I rebuild. And it's it's an unfortunate theme uh, that keeps reoccurring in my life. So what what do you think your next uh, crumble is? <laughs> you don't even know yet. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be uh, devastating to my life. But also funny, so uh, <laughs> that's the silver lining. So. Yeah, you know, you know, you don't need to be at at that job for you know their ten years. Is yeah, enough. that's enough. Um, it's it's just crazy uh, that it always takes an event. You know, for me to get into comedy and to get sober, it took two assault charges on officers of the law, one human, one horse, and uh, and 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 in that seed had always been in my head. I need to get sober. I need to do comedy. Oh, so that's a true story? That's you assaulted a horse? 
Yeah, man. Don't you listen to anything I fucking say? I don't. I'm sorry, Craig. I'm your friend, but I don't like come fucking sit on your shows and. uh, You don't take notes? I don't take notes. Did you. Did did I show you that one of your fans wrote on my Instagram and she said, hey, she she said, hey, you want to go see. uh, You want to go to a Craig Conant show with me? And I like, can't like, you didn't say yes. Well, why, no, why would I go to? <laughs> but I guess they're that big of your fans where they think, you know, I'm I'm one of your fans where I'm going to go, you know, sit down and, and pay and have a two drink minimum to see you, which I would you? if why I wasn't a comic because I can just see it for free. I right? know. Uh, for those of you that don't know comics, we get unlimited amounts of comedy for free. So the last thing we ever want to do is go to a show <laughs> since we've watched thousands of hours. And yes, we get into comedy because we love it. But once you're in it a minute, the last thing you want to do is watch comedy is because it then becomes your whole life. It's kind of like the chef going home and then he doesn't want to cook because he just cooked for 10 hours. He doesn't want to do it anymore. So uh, as a comedian, uh, we'll get asked like, hey, you want to go to a show? And it's like, no, because that's all I do. I eat, live and breathe and shit this shit. I don't want to watch the shit anymore. But the benefit is the mobility. So you can go into a club. Yeah. If somebody's on stage, you can go watch them and then you can get out of it. I literally saw Dave Chappelle last night. You know, it's kind of hard to go watch Bob Kentucky over here when I just seen the fucking one of the goats do it. I saw Bob Kentucky. You did? Yeah, Bob Kentucky. Wait, where were we at? We're on a train of thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. It just takes a horrible event in my life to change everything. Uh and usually not even just one, maybe about a half dozen to a dozen of them <laughs> to where I'm like, okay, I get it, Muhammad. I get it. That was an Ali callback, and it deserved more, you motherfuckers. I'm sorry, <laughs> I zoned out. You lost me on your train of thought. <laughs> was that inspiration? Hey, I've been there a thousand times. I get it, brother. I get it. Somebody will just be spitting straight fire, and I'll be staring at a rock. like, And they're like, you get it? I'm like, yeah. No, I didn't. I was uh, staring at fucking this Kentucky rock over here. Oh, another. You guys fucking can lick my butthole. <laughs> Keep talking, lawyer. I can't just do this. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you gotta have. Did you have any ideas before I came in? No. I, I was just the one fucking wing it. I was. The I've been one doing that it said, my whole life. The, the Seems to be going jokes. well. I don't have a kitchen. <laughs> you know, every dish I do in my goddamn bathtub is just. I'll be happy. I'll be at a good place. But like, wow, I'm getting stuff. I got a. I got a little fan base. They like my comedy. I got a bed that's comfortable. And then I go do a dish in my bathtub and the fucking levels of happiness just crumble and I feel sad. I lived in a smaller studio than this. Yeah. But although we did, there was a sink, the the bathroom sink slash kitchen sink was outside of the bathroom. But it was way smaller than this was built. This is a pretty nice studio. It is a nice studio. I know. I know it feels like I'm complaining and I am grateful and I love my little space, and it is truly all I need at this moment in my life. But when I do a dish in the bathtub, it's sad. it brings me down. Can you understand that, people? <laughs> Can you understand that? 
I am. Uh, do you bleach out whoops. your bathtub before you do the dishes, or you just yeah every them? time? No, it's <laughs> a disgusting. fucking dirty piss. You get pubes on your plate sometimes. I've actually scrubbed the fuck out of my tub. It's just an old tub, and it needs a paint job. I've sprayed it with that foam fucking cleanser and bleach and shit. I even get the 3M mask because it's fucking use the chemical warfare that I don't believe in. It's it needs a paint job. No, this is all you need. This is good. In New York, this is this would be like two, twice as expensive. Yeah. And, um, Although you could update your furniture a little bit. It looks like you're like a 90-year-old woman. This is Nana's Are furniture. Those antiques? Yeah, and it is a 90-year-old <laughs> woman. 92 to be exact. You take that back. Have you taken this shit to Antiques Roadshow? Maybe it's worth something. You could upgrade nah, your apartment. it's just mine and use a coaster, motherfuckers. I guess you can't see it if you're listening or even on the GoPro, <laughs> but maybe it's, you should post a picture. Do you have a website? I do. I don't keep it up to date. Oh, okay. Damn it. Well, all you need is Instagram these days. You don't even need a website. Does anybody I, even go on people's websites one, anymore? Just, uh, a little bit. It's once you uh, read a, reach a certain level, it kind of brings all things together because Instagram won't let you have your website link, your podcast link, your, you know, there's limits to your thing, but a website brings it all in. <laughs> is that your th- <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is up with these? So I know you're really into plants. You probably talk about this a lot. Are these plants, do you rotate them in and inside and outside? These are my indoor plants. But most of my plants can be indoor or outdoor because uh, the side of the building that they're on doesn't get very much direct sun at all. So they're low light. You know. so you've got a snake plant there. Mm-hmm. Snake plants are very durable. We, I have one of those in mind. You could not water that fucker for yeah. two months. And it and doesn't need still, light. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. hardly needs any light. Snake plant. And that's the uh, gold dust plant, uh, also known as like something croton plant. And then that's just a house plant. I don't know. I have a few cactuses. Cacti. And they're, they can, they're a little more difficult. We might need to edit this part out. Why? Because it's bad to talk about shit you are looking at on a podcast because <laughs> it's all audio. Hey, dude, <laughs> I, I'm doing my best here. I, I mean, I, what, what do you want me to just do? You just want me to bring up. Do you want me to interview you? Is that what yeah. you want? Yeah, <laughs> I depend on my guests to carry my show. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, no. literally, all you would have to do is get a notepad and say, this is my guest. And you write, like, three things about that person. And that could carry the entire podcast. And so yeah, I yeah. already brought I up like I say two I'm going to do that every week, and guess what? Never do it. You know why? Because I live in the moment, <laughs> and also because I'm not a nerd that does homework. I'm just well, kidding. I should do my homework. Looks like this moment <laughs> you're going to have to edit out of your podcast. So yeah, it's no, not the best moment. I had stuff I wanted to talk about. You just keep interrupting me with your lawyer mumble jumbo. <laughs> oh, I'm interrupting you yeah. with the long pauses in between our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I was just after I was staring into space and oblivion. I in was fact, this is what I'm going to do right now, Craig. <laughs> I'm not talking until you bring up a new topic to go on to. It's just going to be dead silence. <laughs> you're, you're right. Oh. <laughs> now I got. I I know where I'm going with this. Have you ever shit your pants? I have shit my pants. Actually, that's a very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. A couple of years ago, I was at the. I used to live in the valley. So in LA, there's the valley, and then I don't know where people are listening from, but I was at a comedy club. All called, over, Kevin. Uh, I have a worldwide fan base. 
I was at I'm the. I'm not ho- kidding. They hit me up from Malaysia and Kuwait and shit. It's quite nice. I didn't see you around, but do you familiar with the old Ha Ha Cafe? There's yeah, a new a Ha Ha Cafe, but in North Hollywood, there's a comedy club called the Ha Ha Cafe, and in the old one, the bathroom situation was you would have to walk through the showroom, and then there was two little small bathrooms. It's not. It's not. It's a, not a great ideal. place. It, it was a very, very bad location for the restrooms because you literally need to walk through the front of the show. You basically interrupt the show to go to the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, and I, it's I horrible ju- placement. I just did a set, and I had I had to go, but I at that time I lived in Studio City, which was only about a, normally a five minute drive from the comedy club. So I'm all, I'll just go home, and it will be fine. Um, but the thing unknown in LA is that, that you'll find out. So the usual way I'd go home is you just hop onto the 101 and I'm I'm like one exit away. One or two exits away really fast. It would be like 30 seconds on the highway. I go, hop onto the 101, traffic, just dead stop traffic. And then I start going, oh, this is not good, you know. And so what usually takes 30 seconds took about, you know, 10 minutes. Or maybe even longer to get to that. It exit. probably was like seven minutes, but oh. the turds coming oh. out, so it felt like nine hours. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I make it through the traffic. I exit. My apartment was really close to the highway. Pull into the garage. Made it scot free. Park my car, and I swear to you right the minute I turned off my ignition, my whole body just relaxed and just sh- I just <laughs> shit my pants. Oh, but, fuck. See, but you think it's bad, and I thought it was bad. I'm, I thought I just shit, and it wasn't like a solid, you know, when you have to shit your pants, it's never a big log. If you're shitting your pants, yeah. it's never yeah. a log. <laughs> it's a spray and a splatter. But so Maybe yeah. some, some, you know, some Hershey yeah, kisses in was, there, <laughs> but predominantly liquid splatter yes this is getting gross (laughs) i love it so i thought i just shit up my entire car and then i i sort of look around to assess the situation not no damage so i sort of waddle out of what are you wearing leather pants wearing jeans just like these jeans (laughs) that's why you wear tight jeans (laughs) because it holds it in yeah (laughs) that's why you wear tight jeans and so i waddle you know let's go back to when i was uh in elementary school, one time I was biking home and I shit my pants, and I remember the shit came down my uh, pants legs. So let's go back to then, and not, I'm coming thinking in my mind, this is what happened now. If that made any sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It dripped so down your leg and come I out the that old, was gonna uh, happen. into the old shoe. You shit your yeah. shoe. <laughs> but I waddled out of my car, no damage, and I sort of waddle up my stairs. Go waddle into my apartment, go into my bathroom. I take it off, clean up, put it in a plastic bag, threw it in the garbage, and then I went down and I backtracked. Okay, backtracked down the stairs. He's a lawyer. Got to yeah. clean up the evidence. Every yeah, I, <laughs> I was going. I was going to do a crime. Girl I was see that. <laughs> Honey, why is there? Yeah. Did you melt chocolate up the stairs? Nothing. Why is there a squirt on every step? Yeah. What happened? But there was nothing. Smells terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, these Levi's, and if we should get them to spawn, because these Levi's held it all in. I can't believe you threw them away. Haven't you heard of no, washing no. your clothes? No, no. This is the th- this is the thing. 
I needed new jeans anyways. The earlier that week, I was thinking, you know, these jeans. See? Every couple see? years, the jeans, they rip. If you wear tight ones, they rip right under your sack. You see, Muhammad Ali sent, yeah. sent it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Sent to squirt down from heaven. So I was so elated. I literally called everybody I knew. And I was like, hey. And I, I just shit my pants. And people were like, why are you telling me you shit your I told everybody. Yeah. I was so happy. I This, you know, it's an incredible shit my pants story. It's pretty good. I like it. I can't believe Almost that. Almost shit my pants in court a few times, too. <laughs> what if there was just one little squirt you didn't see, and it just kind of just, just stayed there? Well, it was in the garbage. No, I meant in your home. Like, I just imagined. Oh. My Aunt Norma. Uh, ah shit! I shouldn't have said her name. Who cares? She's never. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. She diarrheaed on the floor of her daughter's friend's house, and it was white carpet. And that's the best thing I've oh. ever heard. She was uh, she was dropping off her daughter at her friend's house, and she had diarrhea and had to go. And then she asked at her daughter's friend's house, "Hey, can I use your restroom?" And on the walk to the restroom, she couldn't hold it. And she wears those loose, like, sweatpants one. Shit the floor. <laughs> and uh, just kind of said sorry and then uh, left. <laughs> my Norma's shit the floor. Yeah. Man, talk about embarrassing for my Disgusting. cousin. <laughs> I'm sorry about my mom. <laughs> she does that. <laughs> my dog shit his pants recently. He doesn't wear pants. That doesn't fucking count. But it seemed like he, he, had di- he was having diarrhea. All right. And he started whining a little bit. Nobody want to hear about your dog shit. That's just a dog being a dog. But right now, oh. I saw <laughs> yeah. you have a cute dog. I uh, on my Instagram page for Community Service Podcast, I put a phone number and an email address, and I've been getting voicemails, and I got one, and it made me laugh wholeheartedly. So I'm going to play this voicemail, and uh, hopefully the audio picks it up. But if it doesn't, we'll chop it in later. Are you ready? Silence. Yeah. You ready for this? What up, Craig? This is Tanner from Provo, Utah. I've got a little farce story for you. So I was at my girlfriend's house on Christmas, and we're eating around the dinner table, you know. And uh, I had a fart so bad. It's one of those farts where I knew I had like 15 seconds, and it was it was coming. So I, I look on the table, and there's a dinner bell on the table. So I'm like, oh, cool, like, I'll, I'll ring the dinner bell and then fucking let this fart out, you know? <laughs> so I grab it, and I stand up, and I start ringing it and farting. And there's no bell inside of it. <laughs> so I'm just ringing this bell and fucking... And his whole family knew. And, uh, and she broke up with me. So now I'm unemployed and single. So that's my story. Thanks, Craig. Love the podcast, man. Bye. Oh, shit. That's a fantastic. Wait, Thank so she, you, Tanner. Uh, do you think she really broke up with him because of that? I think the fart, there was, there was more stuff? to it, but absolutely. That <laughs> could be the straw that broke the camel's back. I have legitimately been broken up with by a girl because I farted on her birthday in front of her family, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and everybody laughed, got a big laugh. But she didn't think it was funny, and we broke up. And I knew there was probably more to that situation, but that was the thing where she goes, enough, and it was over. Craig, so this, that has legitimately happened to me. This is actually a very topical um, voicemail because 
my girlfriend, or she's actually my fiance. I just don't like saying fiance. It just sounds douchey when you say fiance. It's coming out of your mouth, it does. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it. So I just say girlfriend, and then if when we're married, I said when we're married, it would be wife, but no fiance. Um, it was either Friday or Saturday night. I made her cry with one of my. I had a silent. <laughs> I thought I thought this was going to get dark. I no, was like, no, don't tell it. I beat her up and she cried. So, so you farted so bad it made your girl cry. She cr- so what happened is we had um we had Thai food the night before at uh it's called Night Plus Market or Night Market on Sunset. Very good Thai. Very good food, but you know. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. With you. So, a lot of eggs in there a lot of sulfur the, the rest yeah. <laughs> the, but it has good eggs making your farts smell like dinosaur shit well maybe it is that what sulfur what dinosaur shit smells like probably nothing petrified but I don't know I don't know I'll stop talking <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was I was ripping just SBDs all fucking day. Those are my favorite. And they so, make me laugh. But it was accident. So they were accident. Like they were just coming out, and then she would get a whiff of it, and she'd be like, she'd be like, "You asshole!" And I'm like, "It's not. I'm not doing it on purpose." And then uh, she was sort of upset with me. Uh, some girls are different. Like some girls think it's funny. She doesn't think it's funny, and she got really mad at me. And I was like, is there anything I can do to make this, you know, make it up? Do you forgive me for doing this? And she says, no, I don't forgive you. And then I said, well, you're going to regret that. And I ripped a sound She. Oh, yeah. Here's a little forgiveness. She starts crying and uh, storms out of the room. Now, we at she storms out of the room and crying like I like it was like I did something much worse to her. Like I just abused her. Like yeah. that's how bad this one was. She goes into the room and she's, she's crying. And uh, that's, I, I have made her cry before with my farts too. I farted on her once. I don't know why she, this gets her. Like if you go to an, like my sister, if you fart, she thinks it's funny. Yeah. A lot of girls, if you fart, you think it's funny, but maybe she's abused by farts. Yeah. Maybe she has something in her past. Yeah. You Maybe know. a priest farted on her face when she was a child. Yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know if I'm. And then she wants to have like a serious talk about it. And then when she's like talking to me about it, <laughs> I'm just visualizing yeah. that she's like, "You were so disrespectful to me." But then she can't like finish like the serious talk without going, "It was so stinky," <laughs> and I start laughing. It's like, "You, this is funny, you know? <laughs> why are why are you mad at me?" <laughs> So, you know, I'm just getting a visual of like a, a priest. They're known to molest, but this molesting priest is just a farter <laughs> molester priest. He's like, come here, young man. Come and smell my ass. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but what's his job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the pink eye for the Lord, young man. <laughs> How you like that? You like them dingleberries? <laughs> Get over here and pray to Jesus. Stick your nose in my ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. If, if, <laughs> what does your girl girlfriend think about farts? She think it's funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. She. I. Uh, for the most part, except when they're really bad. But even then, uh, one time I farted at Disneyland, and I just ate like this fried, fucking ham and cheese and egg and 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 like on funnel cake. It was, <laughs> it was just diarrhea city. 
you know, it was just like, you eat this, like, this is trouble. And I farted outdoors waiting for Indiana Jones. And it was a smell so foul that I just, you know, when you put your head down and you start giggling. <laughs> and she's like, what are you laughing at? And then it hit her and she went, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, we're outdoors. Like, how is it this potent outside with wind? And we're sitting next to this family and I just picture them just like <laughs> passing out and dropping off. And thank God we're near a stroller because I, I, I just blame the baby, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, That's a beautiful thing about farting near babies and old people. You could blame them so easy. And in school, I used to fart at the pencil sharpener because we had the old school crank. Oh, yeah. That's loud. a good idea. So I was like, oh, I'll go fart over here. It's real loud. No one will know. And then at Trader Joe's, if I wasn't busy farting on customers and coworkers and whatnot, I'd fart by the cheese because the cheese is real stinky and, <laughs> and just blame the cheese. And I used to love just crop dusting people. Uh, it's my favorite. I farted at the store, comedy store, uh, um, just the other night, and it smelled so bad. I farted on this full steam fury, not on him, but near him. And then the smell hit him, and I was laughing, just laughing. You can see it. You and can he, see I could see the him. anger in his face. He's like, Yo, it's not funny, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it made it even more yeah. funny. But he was pissed. He's like, Dude. He's like, I'm working. I got to stand here. You know, but, <laughs> so this, this guy from pro was it Jeff. What was his name? The guy who left the message. Tanner. Tan oh, yeah, Tanner. Where the fuck you get Jeff? From? I don't fucking Tanner. Uh, he didn't explain the stinkiness of the fart from what it sounded like to me. It was just noises. And that's if there's no stink behind it. That's even that's just pure hilarity. I think it's more w funny when there they're people... rotten eggs from the devil himself. But he's in Utah. So maybe there, maybe it's a little more conservative thing. You don't fart around the dinner table, you know. But you're saying not one person at that dinner table thought this guy ripping ass isn't fucking hilarious. Yeah. Maybe she's just so embarrassed. I think it's my most, my biggest joy in life is laying the most rotten, stinkiest fart known to man, and nobody knows it. And watching people's faces when the smell hits them. You see, you see their joy turn sour and their day gets ruined. <laughs> <laughs> their day gets ruined. And it's by your asshole. And that is so so priceless. It brings joy. I'm literally about to cry out of laughter from it. It's so funny. It's so funny just to, <laughs> to see their day obliterated by your fart. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I know, I know that in comedy, I'm kind of, first I was branded as a Trader Joe's comic. Fine, whatever. I got a fan base now. And then after that, I've been traded as a fart comic. Maybe not the the most uh, best, I should be the best brand for Hollywood. You're the lawyer comic. Well, my name uh, is basically fart. You know, you know, you <laughs> can't interrupt me. I'll lose all train of thought. And we'll go back to talking about plants. But now I'm known as the fart comic, and it you know maybe in the in the in the world of Hollywood, not the best brand or highbrow humor. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. I laugh every time I fart. They fucking are funny. And when you get those those fucking Gondor bell ringing farts from the devil himself, you know, that's Gondor, right?
What's the place in 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 Lord of the Mordor? Rings? Mordor. <laughs> you know what I meant. Mordor. When you get the Mordor, fucking, you shall not pass here. Farts, Gondor. Yeah, Jesus, you're Christ. not the fart comic until you start ripping ass on stage. I have become like the Gallagher. Times. Of, I have two. You times. should. That, there you go. You're the Gallagher of ripping times. ass. Two times. Do you put the microphone right on your asshole when you're doing it? Two times. I feel bad because there's comics that have to go after me, and I'm not. Com- <laughs> I'm not a complete piece of shit. I don't want to do that to a guy. You know, my humor may not be his, and we might have actual beef. Greg farted in the fucking microphone. No, most, I've, so I've done it twice. It's a special occasion. Most of the microphones smell worse than ass. It's true. They don't clean them that no, much. No, you can't. What are you gonna soak them in water? There the has to no. There has to be a, a cleaner for microphones. There's a cleaner. Comedy microphones smell awful. Oh yeah. Some well they. They get there, and then you know it's it it's. I would actually prefer somebody to fart on it before I get onto it, just to clear out, clear it out a little bit. Have you woken up your girlfriend from farts? No, I don't really. I'm not a wake up and ass ripper. I I don't do that. Either. Unfortunately, I wish I've woken I could. up several times, several farts just. One time I still laugh about it because I was in the other room and and, and, and thing, a thing came out of my body that was disruptive to the building. It was unreal. <laughs> and it woke my girl up and she was like, was that real? And then we just laughed. We yeah. just laughed because she was dead asleep. This is when I work trade drugs. <laughs> I'm getting up at five in the morning, six in the morning. You know how loud you have to fart? It was like. It like moved me. You're just like, oh, <laughs> that's the one thing I miss. Like, so we don't fight at a, about anything. We're, we, you know, we're we're not one of those couples. We get along. We don't have arguments. But the only conflict is she doesn't fucking find my farts funny. And we've never had a bonding experience over like me ripping ass. She's got to go. She's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Your fiance's got to go. Should I call it off? <laughs> the uh the ex-girlfriend that broke up with me for farting we did end up getting back together after the fart but it didn't last very long but then i had to fart outside like i had to be conscious of it and leave the room and i'm a motherfucking farty guy all right i fart and uh and I would constantly just be living outside farting. <laughs> but then it became more funny to me because I was outside ripping ass and they were loud and I would just laugh <laughs> and I'd come in and she'd be all pissed off and not amused. And then I, I was going outside. I was being respectful. It's like, what do you want? Do you think it's your, your diet? Have you tried changing it's your diet or is this your my biology? Diet. Oh, okay. It's my diet and my biology. I'm probably lactose and I don't give a fuck and I eat milk and cheese and Have shit. Have you tried probiotic pills? That's what my mom told me. Yeah, to take, and but it they makes didn't me work. fart even more. <laughs> so I love probiotic. <laughs> and uh, this is a fart heavy show. You know, the, the, you can't go wrong with talking about fart. And it, you know, it again, it does sort of sound like you're saying my name over and over again. Fard. Oh, yeah. yeah. His last name is Kevin Fard with a yeah. D. So he's, yeah. I have to spell out my name. Like, Kevin Fart. When I go to court. Fart. So when I go to court and make an appearance, because there's, um, there's a person. I, I'm the worst. Lo- I don't even know what you call them. The, 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 the typographer. The <laughs> typographer. 
Um, what are they called? Stenographers. So no, I was going to say stenographers. I was close. Stenographers. Okay. So they write down everything you say. And when I, I go Kevin Fard appearing on behalf of so and or I go Kevin Fard and then I spell it out F A R D because you don't know the shit. They, they don't think it's Fard because they think it would be Ford. So and they don't want to put fart. So they'll put like Sard or all this shit. So I have to spell it out every time. But I, I sort of I like my name sounding like fart. It builds it builds character. <laughs> well, you're gonna edit that out too. I'm just you know I'm trying no, to get I deep was, here. I was thinking it probably doesn't build a good case in the court of law, but it builds character. They're like, oh, he's the fart lawyer. I'm the <laughs> fart comic. You're the fart lawyer. It didn't hurt in your uh, your case. No, it didn't. He won my case. Condonation, baby. Condonation. He's always leaving me these weird vo- voicemails saying, "Say it, Craig." Condonation. Well, so to prep me that's for my how case. We, the reason we won your case is because I I don't even know what the code is that does unemployment. That's how much I don't care. But before when you gave me it, I went and looked up the code sections. Uh, it was thirteen thirty three B. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> here, let's find let's find it out. Oh, great! Bringing paperwork into a podcast. <laughs> Whatever. So, <laughs> fucking lawyer. I saw this little section that says they can't condone your behavior. <laughs> Condonation. Okay. So I was telling Craig, this is what's gonna win your case. Condon, I say, say it. You know, say condonation. And I made him say it a hundred times. Then we go to the hearing, and I <laughs> in the hearing I say. Condonation, and you could see the judges it click in his mind. I saw it, I saw it click in his mind, and he's all, Oh, and then so we get we get this the the your decision, and what does it say in it all over it? It says condonation. they condoned your behavior, condoning condonation. He actually told genius. me uh they condoned your yeah. farts. <laughs> they condoned it. He did, he said to me with his big <laughs> walrus mustache. He was a nice judge. He was a nice judge. Trader Joe's didn't even show up to defend my uh, my condonation. Yeah, it's just an insurance issue. It's really nothing. I mean, you won the case, but you're on. <sighs> you won being unemployed. It's not, <laughs> not the biggest victory. <laughs> I'm a winner. It's like, yeah. <sighs> that was pretty good. We hit an hour yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. What are we at? Uh, hour and two minutes. Ooh. Is that what you want to hit? An hour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hit it. Should I'm we wrap done. it up? I'm done. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna get better than the so, <laughs> Yeah. Thank Tanner. Thank you, Tanner, for your uh lovely dinner bell fart story. I truly enjoyed it. We it hope you find a girl that doesn't uh you and know. uh you know, any girl that fires you for a fart or dumps you for a fart, I just yeah. so burn into my brain. Fired for farting, dump for farting. What's the difference? You know, uh, they don't deserve your love and your farts. So go find somebody else that deserves them. And actually, my mother told me that because uh, I, I, I farted. Or I don't know. She's like, if somebody, I don't know if I made that up or not. But I believe she told me if if a girl doesn't like you for who you are, and you fart in front of her, and she dumps you, uh, then. She's a gun whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the dumping she didn't is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. The even. dumping is pretty. So it's okay that she doesn't like the farts. Like my lady doesn't like the farts, but I don't think she would go as far as to, you know, break up with me yeah, over yeah. farting. That I mean, 
you know, if, if she wasn't the if someone's that, gonna dump yeah. you for farting, then obviously it wasn't gonna yeah. work out to begin with. So and that's fine. It's not meant to be. This uh, is the test. Nobody, nobody's a cunt whore here. <laughs> Tanner, I think this is your test. Is what we've learned is every subsequent girlfriend you have, you need to just fucking rip ass at the yeah, dinner rip table. Ass. Rip ass. Though you know she'll be right, and that's the right family if they. Yeah, and then uh, if they laugh or they don't, she doesn't dump that's, you. That's where bonds are made. Farting <laughs> <laughs> at the dinner table. Maybe just uh, it, alone in a room with you and her. Anyways, keep farting, keep loving, keep farting and keep and, farting. Uh, keep keep being uh you know keep eating hundred milligrams of uh, THC and thinking you're going to die because of panic and anxiety. And uh, no, don't do that. Anyways, I'm gonna go hit my CBD pen because I'm an addict and I'm <laughs> addicted. Thank you for giving me the good CBD care by design CBDBs and uh, ABX. And fucking cookies and all you motherfuckers giving me goods. Thank you. I, I love you all, my fan base. I appreciate you liking, subscribing, listening. Uh, thank you. Have a good evening. This is Kevin Fart, my lawyer to the left of me. At uh, Kevin Fart. <laughs> F-A-R-D. We'll tag you. Don't uh, worry. On no Instagram. one's going to remember from listening. I'm desperate. At Kevin Fart. <laughs> thank me. you. I love you all. Have a good night. Thank you. Evening.